stand by. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello, Burr. Welcome to the Librocube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. The Burr is today's weather report, because it's cold out there. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday. Hey, uh, sometimes if I'm feeling expansive, I will refer to it as Television Tuesday. Sometimes, if I want to do a sort of Doug Heffernan-style impression, I will say Television Tuesday. At the top of every show, I like to give a spoiler warning, uh, sometimes less warranted than others, I do believe. There are degrees of importance when it comes to spoiler warnings. I'm going to say this is a high one. This is a high one. So you have been warned. Highly. Another thing I like to say at the top of every show is that, if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is one million dollars. That is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you <laughs> you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes just because that is what helps podcasts grow and flourish and possibly even become things. Things, I say. Really got into the laugh on that one, and getting into the laugh made me laugh. It's a vicious, beautiful circle, that was. Uh, all of that said will, of course, lead us into our last piece of podcast-related business. Before we get in the... Mm, get into this TV Tuesday episode. The last piece of business is, of course, today's sponsor, which is... Today's sponsor is Evil Shield. Oh. Like the television show Marvel colon Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this would be um, Evil Marvel, Evil colon, Evil Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. In this case, the S.H.I.E.L.D. stands for Silly Humans extraterrestrial intelligence clearly dominates. That is incorrect. <laughs> I had a word wrong in that. Oh boy. Silly humans. Extraterrestrial intelligences logically dominates. Oh boy. This sponsor is probably not going to sponsor another show because I have screwed this up. Once again, Today's sponsor is S.H.I.E.L.D., which of course stands for Silly Humans, Extraterrestrial Intelligences Logically Dominate. Okay, so, thank you for sponsoring, apologies for screwing it up, but, uh, you know, I'm a silly human. Yeah, okay, there you go. I think I made my screw-up make sense slightly, and for that I'm going to pat myself on the back. Not sure if you can hear that, but I actually patted. Uh, folks, this is one of those episode openings that I am pre-recording. Uh, <laughs> it really fell apart, so uh, I'm still going to do it. 
I still think it's a good idea, despite the fact that that one did not go smoothly. But sometimes the not smooth ones feel good. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Uh. What I'm going to do is push this button that says transition. That way, I can uh, start talking about the most recent episode of Marvel Golden Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when the daylight is lighting things, whereas now it is dark and I can't see any of my notes. So that's my reasoning. Oh boy, further, further falling apart. I gotta pull the plug on this. Pushing button now! Transition! Shabam! We're jumping back in with an episode of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. titled The Bridge. I do believe it is uh, episode 10 of, of course, season 1. So, if you have not seen this, uh, I already did my spoiler warning, I don't know why I'm reiterating it, probably because it's important to not have a show like this spoiled, and I would be upset if it was spoiled for me. So, you know, there you go. Further covering of ass of me by spoiler warnings. Scene 1, A Prison Break. Ooh, very video gamey in that... Something about action video games, they sort of always feel the need that within their story at some point you need to be in prison and have to escape. Or a dungeon, perhaps. But uh, that's very, very prevalent, and that's what it felt like. And I did not mind this, because the person being broken out of prison uh, is insane, seemingly. <laughs> He's eating his lunch very, very quietly, sitting, very reserved. Someone uh, is about to sit with him, and he says, basically, no. <laughs> and that's just a little guy, and the guy who's going to sit down was huge. So that gives you the impression that this man is insane. Uh, then the prison break happens, friggin' super soldiers. And I don't mean just soldiers that are really good at their job. I mean super soldiers. Bust through the, the roof. The roof is on the floor because they bust through it. And he just continues to eat his lunch. Yeah. He's not worried. He's just calm, cool, and collectively insane. So it uh, sets this character up to be interesting within this universe. His name is Poe. P-O-E, I presume, although they never did spell it out, I don't think. Could just be P-O. You never know. And that rhymes, and you know it rhymes. He's a former army whatever dude. Uh, have to stop for a school bus. So I will stop talking, because maybe we'll do a little test here. The car is no longer in motion, and yet I am speaking at the same volume I normally would. As you may notice, it seems much, much quieter. That has something to do with the science around editing out the car sounds. As I speed up and continue to talk, my voice will appear to be getting louder when, in actuality, I am not speaking louder. Science. Science. Sound waves. Mm. Uh, Poe, former army uh, general, well, tactician, 
let's just say I don't remember his rank. Uh, I thought this was a good episode to bring back, and I've sort of been biding my time for one that would be good to do so, and this one perfectly fit that category for the reason that Mike Peterson is back. He was in the very first episode, and the very first episode is the, I believe, only only other one I've brought back of this program, so it made a, uh, a sense. As far as anything I do making sense, this was, uh, you know, within that realm of sense-making, so I, I liked it. Having the character who was in the first episode, the pilot episode, coming back in episode 10, and now I have brought both 1 and 10 back, sort of binary as well, 1, 1, 0. Oh. It's very pleasing to my brain that they've done it this way. Mike Peterson, a.k.a. Charles Gunn of Angel, that guy, huh? So uh, I was happy in episode 1 when I saw that. Uh, it had the feel in that first episode that he was just there for the one episode and that's it. We weren't going to see him again. So it was nice to have him back. I think the fact that he was on Angel and uh, this Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a Joss Whedon joint meant that uh, Joss Whedon obviously likes him and thought, hey, people, I like you. People like you so much. Why don't you come back and be a member of the team? Yeah, he's now a member of the team. He's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I suppose not technically. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he is. He's, a. Uh, I don't know if he's sort of completed his uh, training fully and got his certificate from S.H.I.E.L.D., but uh, he's well on his way to becoming an agent. So that's cool for the reason that now we have uh, a kind of a little bit of a superhero-ish on our side. He, he was injected with this uh, centipede... It's, uh, and that's the name of this formula that makes super soldiers. It's not an actual centipede, because that'd be weird, which makes him super strong. Some of the side effects of this, we learn, is that he's got to sort of eat five, sometimes ten times what a normal human being will eat, <coughs> which I think they kind of missed the opportunity. Maybe they'll, they'll use it later for him with a scene just friggin' chowing down like just eating like a maniac, because that would be amusing. And that's something I like of this Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. program, is that, because it is Joss Whedon, you are going to have those little tidbits of humor throughout that make what could be a little silly, a little unrealistic superhero, evil formula, super soldiers, makes it almost a little more grounded to throw in the odd tidbit of humor, I think. Uh, this episode delved a little more into Skyler's... Skyler or Sky? Oh, shit. I wrote down Sky, but I think it's Skyler. Anyways, I really like this actress. Ooh, baby. She is something else. And a good actress as well, okay? I'm not just saying that that's all I like about her. She's good in this as an actress, but Jesus Christ. She is, like, the... She, right up my alley, let's just say. Yeah, she is furthering her search for her parents. So far, we kind of know that uh, she was dropped off on a doorstep as a child, dropped off, potentially, or rather, definitely, by an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and she sort of learned that, and that's all she's learned? For some reason, and we, the viewers, do not yet know why, uh, Agent Coulson, as well as May are keeping the deep, the deeper truth from her. And uh, we don't know what that is, but I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Like, maybe she's got uh, superpowers of her own, and uh, that's why she, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. dropped her off, 
because she's psychic. I don't, I don't know. There, there's something very, very strange going on there. Why would they not want to tell her about her birth parents, I guess? With the return of Mike Peterson, we get a little interaction with him and Fitzsimmons. <laughs> uh, it's funny, it's ten episodes in and I still like that joke. It's two people, one named Fitz and one named Simmons. However, quite often just referred to together as Fitzsimmons. And I like that. They're sort of the science-y folk, as I have spoken of. Ah, oh, shit. Which one's the girl? Yeah, see, having the name like that makes it harder for me, who has the name curse put upon me by the gypsy woman whose husband I ran over while receiving a blowjob. That name curse makes it hard for me to remember which one is Fitz and which one is Simmons. That being said, they both sort of have a little crush on this Mike Peterson for the reason that he's pretty buffed, buffed up, with this centipede super soldier formula coursing through his veins. The girl's crush is obviously a crush of, oh man, look at these muscles. The guy's crush is a little combination broing out, as well as digging the science, because he's very sciencey. <laughs> the science of making this guy super strong, and they both have that part of it as well. So uh, again, comedy tossed in for my pleasure. Okay, so back to Poe, who was broken out of jail. He is apparently the right-hand man of what I do believe is going to be this first season of this show's, as I describe it, uber bad guy. Uh, it's sort of a throwback to Buffy and Angel, as well as if you listen to any of my Dexter TV Tuesday episodes, and that is within these shows, they will have quite often over the course of a season one sort of overreaching bad guy who is behind the scenes of everything that's going on during the course of the season. And then each individual episode might have smaller bad guys that they have to deal with along the way to this uber bad guy. Uh, in this case, don't really know too much at. This is sort of the first hinting at it. Uh, he or she is called the clairvoyant. Mm. As you can imagine, if you are clairvoyant, you're going to have a, a fair bit of a advantage over people who are not. Which is why it has always seemed that Agent Coulson and his team have always kind of been one step behind as far as catching these dudes. It's almost as if, as if every time they come up against them, um, they're sort of not there any longer. So it's as if this clairvoyant person is saying, okay, well, they're about to come find you, time to move, that sort of idea. There is a cool scene here where this clairvoyant and Poe and there's an evil lady as well, have at their disposal three super soldiers. Their formula and bodies are not as adapted as Mike Peterson's, so they're still strong, but uh, they need sort of constant upkeep for the reason that their formula is not yet perfected, so that if they don't get constant upkeep, they will, well, explode. Yes, I'm not just saying they'll explode. I mean, literally, they will explode. That set it up for a cool showdown between Agent Coulson and May and... Uh, what's the guy's name? Shit. The um, mean guy. <laughs> I forget it. The mean, good-looking guy. What the hell's his name? I, I can't remember. Again, the name curse. I've already explained it. I don't need to explain it again. As well as Mike Peterson fighting these three super soldiers. 
they got their ass handed to him pretty good. Mike uh, pulled it through in the end, despite being cut up pretty good. This is where the clairvoyant and Poe are sort of come to the realization that Mike Peterson is a super soldier using the formula that has for some reason been stabilized. So they want to get their hands on this dude, right? They need to find out how this happened. What, what, how did you do that? They say. So what they do is kidnap Mike Peterson's son. That's not good. Having your son kidnapped by um, a, a crazy person who eats lunch during a prison break and someone called the clairvoyant and uh, an evil woman who uh, is like a dragon lady like that. Not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. So that sets it up for the end of this episode, which has spoilers, although the whole thing has, but I'm mentioning it again because, you know, I want to be careful. Ends with a trade-off, as you do in a kidnapping situation. Uh, we're going to trade Mike Peterson for his son. Oh, He's going to sacrifice himself to get his son back. But wait! I said that very loud. Sorry for your ears. But wait! It turns out that Mike Peterson made the deal not to trade himself. No, no, no. But to trade Agent Coulson for his son. Yes, it's a, it's a double cross. He feels incredibly bad and guilty for it. At the last moment, he sort of tries to renege and save Coulson, but these people wanted him so bad, and being an evil organization, they're going to plan some shit out. So one thing they're going to plan out and plan well is their escape with Agent Coulson, which means that episode 10, The Bridge, it's called. Oh, <laughs> I just realized it's called The Bridge because it ended on a bridge. I didn't get that title until literally right this second. Anyways, uh, this episode ends with Agent Coulson, head of this division, this group of these agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., has been kidnapped by the bad guys. The bad guys, which include a clairvoyant, an evil army-eating lunch-while-prison-break guy, and the dragon lady have him in their clutches. Why? Why? We kind of don't know. Yeah, we kind of don't know why, and that's uh, that's interesting. It has something to do with, and this is another thing that's been sort of hinted at throughout, something to do with the fact that in the Avengers movie... Avengers movie, spoiler alert right here, as I'm saying these words now. He was killed. Yeah, sorry, that's a spoiler for that movie. Oops, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll say Avengers movie spoiler alert and then edit that into before. Jordan, maybe do that, actually. Anyways, yeah, he was killed in that, and then ends up somehow, some way, coming back to life. And this episode ends with the dragon lady saying, we just want to know what happened during the moments of your death and kind of how you came back to life and stuff. She phrases it a little differently than I just did there. So uh, that's where we're at. Oh, one final thing is that when Mike Peterson decides that, no, he can't do it, he's going to try to save Phil Coulson, he runs back and tries to save him, and then there's a giant explosion where presumably he died in, because it was a pretty big explosion. Now, he is a super soldier, so potentially he didn't die. Oh, uh, I wrote down the other guy's name, Grant Ward. He was uh, hanging out with a sniper rifle, 
just in case shit went awry. So, when shit did go awry, and Agent Coulson was sped away on a helicopter, this guy took a shot. Yeah, he was shot. Presumably he's okay. Maybe just shot in the shoulder or something like that. I don't think he died. That would, it would be, be a strange and fairly anticlimactic death for him, so I think just hurt. Anyways, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got a pretty bloody nose in this showdown, so uh, it makes me very, very interested for the next episode which will be episode 11. Hmm. Folks, we did it. In time. I wanted to get this done on the way into work, and that is just what has happened. I had fun on this one. I hope you did as well. You can. If you want to give me any feed, hack, tweet at me. I am Jordan underscore Maywood. Perhaps email me to the address provided in the closing credits. If you do either or of those, perhaps, in fact, even likely, I will uh, bring it back to the podcast and say, hey, this person said this. How about them? Sort of idea. So, there. There you go. There I go. There we go. That will leave one final thing to say, which is, of course, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, maywood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be. Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.